Welcome to the Do What You Love podcast, a podcast with a mixture of personal development and career advice to help you reach your full potential. Now over to your host, Life Purpose Champion, Amanda Heal. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Do What You Love podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Heal. In the last three episodes of this podcast, I talked about how discovering your life purpose could lead to more happiness and fulfillment in your career and how living outside of your life purpose could lead to disillusionment and depression. Today, I would like to talk about some coping strategies which will help you if you are in fact unhappy in your job. You know, it's amazing how many people are unhappy in their jobs. A quick Google search turned up an article written by John Hilton on the Human Resources Director website on the 8th of August 2019, which suggests that 25% of Australians are unhappy in their jobs. While I enjoyed most of my 17-year legal career, towards the end of it, I began to get restless and feel disconnected from my work because I felt that I really wasn't making a difference anymore. I was stuck because I didn't have the courage to change jobs or careers because I felt that I'd worked so hard to get to where I was. So here are my five coping strategies that you can use if you are unhappy in your job. These strategies are not theoretical but have actually come from deep reflection since I left my employment. Number one, know that you are not alone, even though it might feel like it. When I was in a job where I was being bullied, I felt terribly isolated and alone. I didn't want to tell anyone, but when I eventually did, I found that not only was I not the only one being bullied in the whole office, but I wasn't the only one in my section. There was at least one other person who was suffering the same fate as me. So going back to these statistics, If 25% of Australians are unhappy in their jobs, there's a very good chance that you're not the only one and that you can find someone else to talk to. So just do some discreet asking around and you might be surprised at who you find. Hopefully also you would have friends and family to talk to about this. But a word of advice, don't dump everything on the one person all the time. When I was being bullied, my poor dear mum used to give me a lift home from work every day and I would spend the whole car trip ranting about how much I hated my job, how miserable I was, how everything the bully said to me was untrue and how I really was good at my job. By the time we got home, I'm sure all my poor mum wanted to do was get me out of the car and drive away. So don't dump everything on the one person, share it around. Number two, make use of your employee assistance program. An EAP or employee assistance program is a counselling service provided by employers to their staff to support their staff's emotional and psychological well-being, both in the workplace and in their personal lives. I made use of my employer's EAP when I was about to be made redundant. I really wasn't coping very well in the office during the redeployment period. I felt really awkward when I was talking to my colleagues, particularly those who weren't facing redundancy, and they didn't seem to know what to say to me. I was also suffering from feelings of anger and rejection. 
I spent half an hour with the counsellor and she helped a lot. She gave me some great coping strategies to help with the feelingness of awkwardness, anger and rejection and also suggested that I work from home as much as I could. I had already got permission to work from home part-time, so made maximum use of this. So I highly recommend EAP, and I will provide their contact details in the show notes. Also, you can check with your HR people to see if your employer has one. Number three, don't forget your hobbies. No matter how busy you are or how much stress you're under, make time for your hobbies. At one time during my career, I was in a job where I didn't have enough work. I know it's hard to believe these days, but it was true. And this was quite soul destroying, believe it or not. You can only shop on the internet for so long. So I decided I was going to take up selling Tupperware. This was great as it gave me something to look forward to on the weekends and during some evenings. It got me out more and I got to meet some really interesting people. But I'm not suggesting that you sell Tupperware or really sell anything else. All I'm suggesting is that you find something that you do enjoy doing. It will give you something to look forward to. And best of all, you won't be thinking about work because, of course, we know how easy it is to get home from work and still think about it. Number five, take care of yourself. It's so easy for us to forget to take care of ourselves. I know how tempting it is to turn to alcohol and other substances to make us feel better. When I was in jobs that I was unhappy, the more unhappy I became, the more I drank and the more junk food I ate. I know that this makes us feel better in the short term, but long-term overuse of any substance can cause all sorts of health problems. In my case, I put on weight. Also, try and get in some exercise. Years ago, I was a ballroom dancer and I would often storm into a lesson in a foul mood. And then an hour later, I'd walk out feeling utterly mentally and physically exhausted, but so much better. The same thing happened with weightlifting. When I'd had a really bad day, there was nothing better than heaving on a heavy weight to relieve my stress. But now I'm glad to say that I'm really very happy doing what I'm doing now. And I really don't experience much stress except the occasional ups and downs of a business owner. These days, I love Pilates. I find that the total concentration required really makes my brain switch off and I feel so much better and more refreshed when I come back to work after a Pilates session. Now for a bonus tip. Posting on social media about how unhappy you are in your job might make you feel better in the short term, but the consequences could be serious. You never know who might see that Twitter post about how much you hate your boss. That person may even be a potential new employer. So instead of posting on social media, tell your best friend, tell your dog, tell your cat, tell your pet lizard if you have one. Just don't post it on social media. Aren't pets wonderful? I remember at times when I was unhappy in my work, my guide dogs bore the brunt of many of my tears and had many cuddles, and they made me feel so much better. Now, I hope you found these coping strategies helpful, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.
Until next time, have a great day and do what you love. You've been listening to the Do What You Love podcast with Amanda Heal. Feeling unfulfilled and frustrated and unclear what to do next? Access Amanda's Are You Living Out Your Purpose quiz and resources to get you started on your journey to doing what you love at www.purposevisionfuture.com. That's purposevisionfuture.com.